Oh, Josh, it is uh, it is a cold winter's night here, and I'll tell you one thing. I think I'm uh, I think I'm starting to feel in the holiday spirit. I feel Christmas coming. Are you uh, are you going to sleep since it's so cold? Are you going to you know sleep with your cap? Yep, yep, with uh, visions of sugar plums dancing in my head. Well, I'm just making sure you you know have something to grab in case you need to arise to see what the what was the matter. And yell out, cry out, who goes there? <laughs> to the night. That's my favorite line of the poem. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's almost Christmas time, Josh. Our Christmas episode's next week, so don't uh, not not jump in the gun too much on that. But um, when uh, when are you off work for for Christmas? Uh, I am off after Monday. After next Monday, I'm off until the the second. Nice, because I know you uh, do a lot of work with the Australians. With the uh, the international clients, so I wasn't sure if they'd be working on the on the twenty fifth. Yeah, you know that's for them to figure out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I'm working up until all the next week, but then I got the week after Christmas before New Year's off. Nice, and I stand by it. That's one of the best times of the year. So, like, is it, would you have like? Uh, are you only getting like that, that week off because Christmas falls on a, what is it a Monday? But I took it off. Well, we get the Monday off, and we get the Friday off, and I'm taking the the rest of the week. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, that's that is just like the week of lost time. Yeah. Like I don't. Awesome. I don't know if anything significant has ever happened in between Christmas and New Year's. Like, it just those days just are. No one. No one really cares about anything. Everyone's still in a good mood, kind of coming down from the Christmas high and. I don't know. It's just it's just fun. I feel like there's usually a lot of, of snow and sleet and crappy weather on those days, though. But then I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. I don't have to go outside. True. I'm just going to stay inside, you know, because, huh, honey, the weather out there is frightful. But the fire Jordan, inside that song anymore, Jordan, that song is that song is offensive now. <laughs> uh, so is probably any song written that far back. Yeah, like if you like, especially if there's like a video accompanying. I was making a baby. It's cold outside. Joke. Um, before yeah. I get called a snowflake, um, even though it is snow. Okay, I'm getting a little too meta here. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by the quest. Um, no, I mean everyone's just kind of chilling inside. You know, they, they probably got some spare chestnuts. Pop those over the fire. Uh, just you know, back, back. I remember back in the day. Go ahead. That motherfucker Jack Frost has been nipping at my door nonstop. You gonna you gonna like stand your ground? Yes. What what is what is no we should never mind. I was gonna ask what is your favorite Christmas song, but that's stay tuned for next week, folks, because we're doing a 64 team Christmas song bracket. <laughs> you know, I saw you know what I saw? Uh Last week, I think, uh, Seth MacFarlane and Liz Gillis, the goth girl from Victorious, they put out a Christmas album. Yeah. And dare I say, it is delightful. Apparently, they're just a, a duo. Yeah, I didn't know about that. I, I you know, I, I didn't expect to be listening to, you know, Brian Griffin and Jade just sing some like sweet, sweet uh, Christmas swing, dare I say, because, uh, you know, McFarlane has that that kind of a uh, Frank Sinatra crooner yeah. kind of voice. Uh, yeah, I, when I was a kid watching Family Guy and like Frank Sinatra was like on the show, I thought that he was like a current guy. 
I no. Like they like there's an episode where like Brian opens up like a, a bar with Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra Jr. Oh. Fake fan. Is that even is that a real guy? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, his dad was uh Frank Sinatra. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Apple doesn't far too fall too he far like, from the tree there. That's right. He died like last year, Jordan. I think we talked about it. Frank Sinatra Jr.? I'm pretty sure. You know, Frank Sinatra's been dead. Right. That's what I'm trying to say is that when I was a kid, I thought yeah. him and Dick Van Dyke was... have been dead for like 10 years. Frank Sinatra Jr. died in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So same thing we talked about on the pod in 2016. Right. The pod that we've had for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come into episode 497. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the 97th episode of the Longer Leave Podcast. 9-7. Josh, this episode goes out to us. To all the 97 babies out there. It is, yeah. That's exactly where I was going to go with it as well. The greatest year ever? Some, some, some are calling it that. I mean, I, I can't really find a, a flaw with it. So I, I've got a I've got a, a question for you. It's a little bit of an axe to grind. Okay. It's never quite made sense to me why school grades are broken up where they are, just like at a random point in the summer. And it's like, if your birthday was in August, you're gonna be like a you're gonna be like the, like the oldest. And if you're in July, you're kind of screwed. Shouldn't it just be like January to December? Well, the school the school year doesn't start. In Shouldn't it? Well. I mean, I guess uh, a semester of it does, but if we went into like a year-long schooling system, then yeah, I could agree. I think it'd be kind of cool. I'm just, hey, I don't know. You go half the year and then you have a summer break and you come back to the other half. I don't know. Did they ever talk, like, talk about back in the day? Um, oh, brother, that hurt to say. <laughs> um, when like propositions about year-long schooling would come up in like either your district or like state level. Um, I, was I, 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 remember, I remember like every kid in the class turned into like Larry David, be like, "Can you believe this guy? Year long schooling? Oh, I, give I, me a break!" I kind of, as an adult, I kind of support the idea of like, of like four weeks on, two weeks off, just throughout the year, or like four day weeks, but it's year round, and it's like you get out of two. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense now what we're doing because like the summer break literally exists so that kids would have time to go home and help on their farms. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did that too. Don't get true, me wrong. true. Um, I remember my dad tried to sign me up for detasseling corn one year. I think I'm remembering this really right. Uh, and my mom like shut that down, being like, "That is like some of the most <laughs> grotesque labor for a child to be doing." Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's why. We work early. Like, if we'd grown up a few hundred years, a couple hundred years earlier, like we would have been in the factories. Yeah, I'd be dead of dysentery. Right, or like you would have gotten your arm caught in a loom. Uh, hello. Um, <laughs> hello. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today, Josh. A lot of sports news. We've got some big NFL stuff. The Chiefs are sort of on the hot seat. I will address the allegations uh, made against our fan base. Uh, we got a little NBA. We've got some other stuff as well, but Josh... The best place to start, the only place to start, really, the biggest story in the sports world over the last week, Shohei Otani is a Los Angeles Dodger. 
Uh, we actually discussed this a little bit because I'll, I'll start by telling the story of where I was when I got this news. I was at my house with friend of the pod, David Peterson, um, friend of the pod, Tom showed up later and we filled him in. Um, and we're sitting there and his phone buzzed or something. And he looked at me and he was just like, had like a shocked look on his face. He didn't say a word. And I was like, what? <laughs> I looked down. We both had gotten the Jeff pass notification, 10 years, 700 million. Uh, so we freaked out. I instantly FaceTimed you. We talked about it for a while. And then, yeah, a friend of the pod, Tom, walked in. And we were like, Tom, Shohei signed 10 years. He's like, wow, what do you get, like 350 <laughs> Literally double it. Literally, literally double your wildest guess. Um, that, so that, was, that was some of the best, like, instant, like, group laughter to somebody guessing. Like, that was a legitimate guess. Like, yeah. And we instantly just started laughing <laughs> at the audacity. <laughs> That was like a bad, get really bad guess on Family Feud. Like everybody has to be like, oh, good answer, good answer. But really, they're like, dude, seriously? And Steve Harvey's like in the fetal position on the ground. He said, what? He said he got less. He said he's got Machado money. Um, yeah, Josh, what, what what is your reaction here? Because 10 years, 700 million, which from what I understand, he will be making minimum wage for the next 10 years, uh, 15 bucks an hour in California, Biden. Um, and he will basically get paid. He's getting like a, 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 a much more insane version of the Bobby Bonilla deal where he's just going to get paid $68 million for 10 years after he retired or after this contract ends. Yeah. What, what is your reaction to this? What is your reaction to all of this? Let's start with just on the basis level of him going to the Dodgers before we get to the contract aspect. I of mean, it. He was pretty much always going to go to the Dodgers. I mean, we didn't want to admit it, but it, He's he's kind of like the Kawhi Leonard of baseball, where he's very quiet, soft spoken, doesn't really do more than he has to talking, just goes out there and is a world eater um, while in their prime. It very much was like, well, my stuff's already here. I don't have to move like that far. And again, we have to take into account like how easy it has to be for his family to come to, to come visit him to go back home. I believe his girlfriend's in Hawaii. They were saying at some point when people were tracking flights for him to go to Toronto, it, it, it makes the most geographical sense for him too. And again, his stuff's already there. He was probably living closer to Dodger stadium than he was to angel field, wherever they, wherever they play. Um, But like, as you were saying, like, as crazy as it sounds, with the with the lifestyle that Shohei Otani is probably used to, $2 million for the next 10 years is quite the pay cut on your base salary. Obviously, he has the sponsorships and everything. Yeah, new balance, uh, and there, he'll, he, he'll, he'll be fine, I think. I, I'm not worried about him being on the street or, yeah, having, to crash, or having to crash on Freddie Freeman's couch. Um, but like I, I to, to your point, though, if I knew, if I just had to wait 10 years, I'm getting $2 million a year. If I knew I just had to wait, and all of a sudden, I'm getting $680 million or, you know, at the bare minimum, a $23 million a year pay bump, no matter what. I would not leave my damn house for 10 years other than to travel with the team or go play home games. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Shohei is pretty confident the entire U.S. government won't collapse in the next 10 yeah, years. Yeah, the Dodgers now do have an incentive to cause hyperinflation on the U.S. dollar in 10 years. Within 10 years, the Dodgers will have led California to secede from the rest of the Union. <laughs> the show high did States of America. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, it's Mookie Betts. It's Shohei. It's Freddie Freeman. It's 
Tyler Glasnow, who they're apparently going to acquire. Uh, it's Walker Bueller. It's incredible. And it's, it's going to be Kershaw. Be, they have to resign Kershaw still. They will. And it's going to be so great when they lose to the 90 and 72 Brewers in four games next year in the NLDS. <laughs> Are they going to get Yamamoto too? They can't. How? I, mean, okay. I know that they can. I know that they can. <laughs> the Dodgers will. have proven anything. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. And the Mike Randy or Rosarena, your thoughts? Any comment? I mean, former guy? This is, this is the problem. This is the problem. The Do- I hate the Dodgers as a concept. But they have some of the most likable dudes in MLB on their team because the most likable dudes just had me some of the best players. I love Mookie Betts. He's a good guy. Freddie Freeman, great guy. Love him. Now you got Shohei Otani, the best product on baseball on, in modern sports in the past 50 years. I don't want to root against these guys, <laughs> but I, I can't yeah. root for the Dodgers. No, 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 no. They're going to... I mean, they're obviously going to steamroll through the regular season, and you hope, knocking on wood, they can all stay healthy. Yeah. That's, and, I, that's, the, that's the other thing. How much are they going to be using Shohei this year? They're only going to be using him as DH for at least this first year because of his yeah. uh, elbow still needing to fully recover. So, like, are they really going to try? I, I would be surprised if he played, I don't know, more than 80 games this season. I think he's going to play probably like 120, 130 games. Well, I, I'm well, so what I'm saying is the Dodgers roster is obviously already very loaded. He's only hitting two, two million dollars of their cap this you season, think, think and they like obviously Chris, you think like Chris Taylor is going to get abs over Shohei for longevity and health sake. Some games, yeah. I, I feel like if it, if it was that much of an issue, then he wouldn't be hitting at all. He would be out for the year. I think it's just a better the bigger picture of like, yeah, he could do it. But let's be extra safe with this seven hundred million dollar investment we just made. I guess, but I don't know. Then you're just walking down the road of being overly cautious and not playing him as much as you should, and not getting the the value. I don't know. So you're saying that the he's MLB, already he's already you're saying that the Dodgers the, need to load manage Shohei. I, I I wouldn't be against it, but because I mean, like, let's see. They've already broke the record for most jersey sales in 48 hours. I mean, that has to be at least one year back on that contract. They're already in the green. We're going to girl math this. They're already in the green. Uh, they're going to be able to charge like $30 for a hot dog. People in L.A. will think that's a steal still. I I, I think they have to be extra cautious here. I guess. Because otherwise they're gonna be like, hey, remember when you guys gave Shohei Otani seven hundred million dollars and he played John Wall amount of games over the next now? Now, well, why don't they just turn injuries off? They turn the salary cap off. I guess they want to have some realism, right? Uh-huh. Can I do uh can I do some quick little sh- uh, little Shohei Otani quick hit uh, special to yeah. uh, kind of put this contract into scope here? Sure. So. Like we said, 10 years, $700 million. That's what Shohei Otani just agreed to. The Oakland A's payroll over the past 10 seasons, Jordan, totals to $667 million. You could have 10 Oakland A's teams for the price of one Shohei. That's tough to hear. The Arizona Coyotes in hockey 
that whole franchise, $675 million. Would you rather have one Arizona Coyotes franchise or one Shohei Otani? Shohei. I don't know. I mean, the Coyotes are kind of a bargain. $700 million. That's the net worth of the Colorado Rockies owner. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to me. What does net worth mean if it doesn't include the Rockies? Yeah, well, it might it might be including the Rockies. There's no way the Rockies aren't worth at least a billy. I feel like every big three sports team is worth a billy. If the Rockies were sold right now, they would be sold for more than a billion. Oh, probably. But nevertheless, here we are. I suppose. Uh, our friend at Foolish Baseball, he pointed out that Shohei Otani's $700 million contract beat Mike Trout's record-setting $426 million contract by a margin of Alex Rodriguez's second record-setting contract of $275 million. Wow. Imagine going back to when A-Rod signed that contract. Like, yeah, you know, in about, I don't know, 20, 20, 30 years, he's going to be a $700 million baseball player. Literally go two years ago and tell me that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think anybody in their wildest, I think, like, everybody was thinking five to six maybe for Shohei. Yeah, I mean, like, I I figured it was going to beat Trout's. Well, yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, I, I don't even know. Uh, and kind of last year, uh, the Dodgers could have signed every single running back in the NFL for the <laughs> remainder of their contract for the price of Shohei Otani. That's uh, funny. Brought to you by Jack Settleman. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, should they have done that? No. I mean, well, yeah, maybe one of them would have worked. I don't know. I mean, Austin Eckler is a weirdly I'm, good left fielder. I'm, <laughs> I'm playing numbers game here. I think. I think Derrick Henry could be a pretty solid catcher. Sure. He's got a big body, block the plate. If if guys were still allowed to bum rush, you know, home plate, they wouldn't be doing it against Derrick Henry. True. Worst case scenario, you'd have a bunch of pinch runners. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, throw Alvin Kamara on the base paths. I think I think nothing nothing bad can happen. No. Unless you're the sideline official. <laughs> well. <ugh. laughs> um well, last thing here on Shohei, uh, it's interesting to me a little bit that this didn't get even remotely an ounce of hate. I don't think like people obviously are like, oh, my God, the Dodgers are the super team. But no one was like, fuck you, Shohei. I can't believe you would join the Dodgers. Well, because everyone was like, please leave the Angels, please. Anywhere but the yeah. Angels. <laughs> I guess I'm just I don't know, because in pretty much every other sport, NBA, NFL, if someone leaves like they get a lot of hate like but in mlb everybody was just like whoa yeah but i mean like if prime blake griffin left the clippers for the lakers i don't think anyone would be that mad blake griffin was not the best player of all time but i'm talking about i'm talking about another player on an elite la franchise i think if lebron left people would if if lebron went to the clippers but i mean the angels are the the clippers of the mlb where they're like the the little brother la franchise true Going to one of the most storied programs in their respective sport. It's just interesting to me. I wonder if we're ever going to see the public opinion turn on Shohei. Because, like, what if the Dodgers win three straight World Series and they win 112 games every year? Everybody will get tired of Mr. I Got Bitches, Mr. Pretty Boy Shohei. My my hatred for the Dodgers remains. But, again, as long as the players on those teams, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm happy for Mookie. I'm happy for Freddie. I'm happy for Shohei. 
but god damn it, have you the Dodgers? <laughs> yeah, not gonna be mad at them. I'm gonna be mad at the fact that the Dodgers spent seven hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, but while the third richest owner in the sport, the Cardinals, doesn't do anything, Royals meanwhile are making moves. Yeah, Seth Lugo. Seth Lugo, Will Smith, uh, the other relief pitcher whose name the I will can't remember. The Willennium continues. Yeah, I mean, hey, in years past, they would have signed, like, one guy in, like, January. Yeah. And then, like, a couple minor league deals. And then, like, you never know. Maybe it'll work out. Now we're actually we're making moves. You're going to trade for Tyler O'Neill? Again? We, I, I, I would not be surprised if there was a trade. I don't think there has to be a trade because we signed Seth Lugo. I want to go get like Giolito or somebody, but they might trade somebody. Um, like Granky for another year? No, unless he no? wants to be an assistant coach. Well, he's he said he's coming back. We can just give Granky like a key card to the facility. I that is the last person I would give a key card to the facility we'll just, to. We'll just leave the we'll leave a locker open for him. There's no number on it. That's that's come. how you come back and like there's an active like beekeeping operation. Like, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be anything like really that nefarious. No, it's just like ah. okay, Zach, fine. <laughs> you come back and he would just be playing Bioshock Infinite on the Crown Vision. Yeah, Vision <laughs> like it's uh, the fourth inning, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, that's MLB though. Juan Soto was traded to the Yankees, which we knew was pretty much official really? last week. So. Um, that's that's something. If I have to uh, watch a Dodgers Yankees World Series, I swear to God, it'd be kind of cool. No, it wouldn't. Bob Manfred pulling the strings. Um, we can go ahead and move on to NFL though. Now, Josh, we've got a bunch of stuff from last week to recap. But first, did you total up your picks? I did, and I want to. I want to go on the record right now. You know, it's a weird week when the two players of the week are Zach Wilson and Tommy DeVito. <laughs> yeah, that was that was insane to see. So I'm not I'm not too mad about uh, going six and nine this week because clearly something was in the water. <laughs> I went seven and eight. I, I take say, a one game lead. I, I, I could think of the exact pick where you're like, I'll do I'll pick them just because I want some parody. <laughs> take a one game lead. Yep, you're at I'm at one hundred five and seventy five. One hundred six and seventy four. Coming down uh, to it. I, and I mean, like, you know, I was three points off from the Patriots Steelers being a tie, being correct. Yeah. I was closer than I had any business being. All right. I mean, yeah, we can just go ahead and start there. Uh, the Thursday night game was, I don't want to say a total snooze fest because it was kind of close, but not a great football game. No. Any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Football just kind of happened. Like, but like, I, I, I did. I don't think I watched a single snap of this game, no. and I might be better off for not doing that. Yeah, uh, is Bill Belichick leaving? I saw, I saw a report from the score say that they're going to be parting ways at the end of the season. But I feel like that would have been a bigger story, so I'm, I'm not trusting that as of right now. So I, I looked into it. So it's like a, a longtime New England reporter is reporting that it's like understood and it's it's happening at like that at the end of the year other people have said no it's it's not this isn't true so we'll we'll see but i mean there were the rumors a few weeks ago that when they got back from germany who's going to be done it wouldn't make sense to fire him in season like just give him the the rest of the year let him retire or whatever but 
I don't know. I don't I don't think I believe it necessarily, but I wouldn't be shocked if it ended up happening. Yeah, I guess I agree. Do you think Belichick would just retire or do you think he would go somewhere else? Go to Alabama. <laughs> the Steelers, anything? I mean <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's what Mike Tomlin walked into the locker room. All right, anything? Guys, guys, we got what do we got? We got anything this week? No, we have anybody good on this team? Yeah, does anybody have any ideas (laughs) about things we could do? Oh, I I, I don't know. I mean, they're just not good. Mitch Trubisky is obviously not good. Um, I don't don't know. I mean, just play out the rest of the season, get your eight and eight, and just move on. Mitch Trubisky is one of the strangest quarterbacks because he went number two, Mm -hmm. made the playoffs. Kind of, and, and every time that he's like he went from, he went from the Bears to Buffalo, and everyone's like he's a good backup, and then he went to Pittsburgh, and they're like he's a good backup, he could be a starter again. He's just not good. Well, at the same time, this game he had uh, he scored um, more fantasy points than Kenny Pickett's ever career high. So <laughs> maybe they should be run- going with him over Kenny Pickett. <laughs> he can run the ball. I mean, he's not he's not bad, but he's he's not good. He's certainly not good. And that's the hard-hitting analysis you get here on the Long Relief Podcast, folks. <laughs> uh, we can move on to the next game here where you mentioned it. The New York football Jets took down the Houston Texans by a score of 30-6, and Zach Wilson looked the part. Josh. I mean, he said it He said it on the sidelines himself. He's got nothing to lose because, like, what are they going to do? Bench him again? Uh, no, Zach, they're going to cut you is what they're going to do. Um, they're going to trade you to Seattle. Ooh, and they're going to cut you in a year, and you're going to end up on the Montreal Alouettes. Ooh, Argonauts, Toronto, could be Saskatchewan Rough Riders. <sighs> but no, I mean, he, yeah, they look they look good. And the Texans, it, uh, this is a complete reversal of what I thought this game was going to go like. Yeah, same. Is Rogers going to play this year? No, he's not getting the attention anymore. He doesn't care. Yeah, I still don't believe he tore his damn Achilles. I I don't know. I I I have to see the X-rays. Yeah, me personally. You I think mean, would, like they just like double knotted it back together? Maybe. Or maybe the sounds of dolphins humping fused it. That's true. I I, I guess I don't know, but maybe the secret has just been darkness this entire time. Could be. Could be. If you close your eyes long enough, then your ankle will stop hurting. Well, yeah, they say sleep it off. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Ravens win in overtime against the Rams on a uh, walk-off punt return. Great game. I mean. Is I'm a walk-off just... punt return the coolest thing you can do in sports? It's it's not in sports. To but win, a game. To win a game. It's up there. Kick six? I mean, that's. It's that's rare. That's basically the same thing. That's more rare. I think any walk-off kick return might be the coolest way to win a sports game because it's that or it's walk-off homer or it's like walk-off game win- or a game-winning shot at the buzzer as the buzzer sounds. Yeah, or or like your tight end throws a lateral and like that's how, that'd be crazy. Shut up. We'll get there. <laughs> that wasn't even a walk-off play. That was you forced that in there. You you forced in a jab at my team when your team lost. Yeah, we're talking like about your team, team losing. Yeah, your team lost too, so I don't care. The Ravens are good. They're the best team in the AFC. Yes. 
Uh, are the Rams going to make the playoffs? I mean, Packers and Seahawks lost, so we still have a shot. And honestly, the if if the Vikings would just lose some games that they deserve to lose, I'd feel much better. That's it. Seems like if they got into the playoffs, I'd be scared of them. But I don't. I don't think I'm scared of them during the regular season. If that makes sense, like not, yeah, they're a frisky team that they could probably sneak a sneak a wild card win. I would. You know what it really feels like to me? It feels like the Rams are going to beat the Cowboys in Dallas in in the divisional round, oh, the wild man. card round, or whatever. We've well, I've already talked about that possibility with a with a buddy of mine that because like the past few times our teams have played or like I just went over for a big game. His team, uh, I went over to his house, his team lost. So he's already said, you can't come over to my house to watch a big game because my team's going to lose. Uh, so we are, we've already decided if the possibility that the Rams and Cowboys meet up in the playoffs, we will be going to a neutral site. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Not, it can't be a bar or anything. It's got to be somebody's house. No, we're, we're, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> you got to find somebody else's basement. Like you got to find like a, like a Jaguars fan. To, no, it's where's the Super Bowl this year? Is it, is it in Minnesota or? No, it's what? in Vegas. It's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. You got you got to find a Raiders fan and go watch it at his house. Those don't exist. True, not Las Vegas Raiders fans. No. Uh, uh, the Saints put the whooping on the Panthers, twenty-eight to six. I'm not really reading too much in this game. They were playing the Panthers. <laughs> no, I said it before that this was the the get right game for them to get you know back in the saddle, kind of trying to win the South, but. Derek Carr, I've been seeing so much slander on him. Like they're win, they scored twenty eight, and they've been winning. Like, I guess like he hasn't been good, but it seems like he's doing okay. Just give us Jameis. It's just more fun for everybody. It's, it's just more fun for everybody. Let Olave just run go routes all game, and Jameis is going to throw him every single time. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm a fantasy football playoffs. I've started this week. I got last place in our dynasty league. Did you? Wow. I, mean, I, 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 I beat you this week. So I, I think me and Arth are at seventh and eighth, and I think it's pretty close between us. And, but like, I think there's a drop off. So, like, let's let's go into that. What's going uh, to be the strategy going forward? Do we need a new, do we need a change in leadership? Probably. Uh, my strategy would probably be to not have my best player get injured for most of the season. Uh, and who was that? Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are you going to do in the offseason to correct that? It's contract uh, year for him. I'm going to hope that Justin Jefferson does not get injured again. <laughs> That's, a, that's uh, all I can do, really. I mean, you had a good week. I think you had the highest points in a loss. Um, because I had like 170, you had 145. That's not a good thing, but I mean, like, you, you, you got a squad. What's important is I'm in the playoffs in two my two other leagues. Um, I have a work league that I'm in, and I am the number one, maybe two seed. I have a bye. Nice. And then in my home league, I have I'm in the first round this week against Reed, our dear friend. Uh, whose team is not the best, but he's he had Justin Jefferson. But he's the Rams. You didn't want to play him in the, in the playoffs. Right. He, he, had, he has several guys who's been hurt, and Jefferson's back now. Kind of. Either way, my team has been reeling. Um, I have Chris Olave, which is why I brought this up right now. Uh, I'm starting – I all and I have Herbert. So now I'm starting fucking Sam Howell in the fantasy football playoffs. <sighs> he's like the eighth-ranked quarterback this year because he runs the ball a lot. Yeah. He's not that good, but he runs it a lot. So I'm starting either Sam Howell, Jared Goff, or Kyler Murray. I picked up all three. Uh, Jared Goff plays the Broncos. Yeah. In the dome. 
Kyler, I would not start Kyler. He plays the 49ers. Yeah, I'm not playing Kyler probably. And then Sam Howell plays the Rams, maybe. Sam Howell plays somebody. If you <laughs> That's, that is true. If you uh, believe yes. that, he does play a team from the NFL this week. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's rough, kid. <laughs> uh, the Bengals had a pretty pretty damn good win against the Jake Colts. Browning's good. Jake Browning might be good. He was like at one point like a, a highly touted college guy, so maybe we just kind of forgot about him, and maybe he's just good. I always kind of, I don't want to say I have a soft spot. Like I, I always believe in guys like that more. Like if there was, if a guy was ever like the number one recruit from his class, or like was ever once like kind of like Sam Howell like before this year I was like there was a world in what at one point where Sam Howell was the consensus number one pick in the draft so like maybe Jake Browning is actually good I don't know time will tell I mean the uh this is this puts the Colts in a pretty tough spot (laughs) yeah I mean the Colts are the Colts Minshew is Minshew yeah I'd probably lose out if I were them probably worth it but they won't it it seems like so long ago that anthony richardson was running around we miss him him out there i want to see him back out there (laughs) our beautiful stallion the buccaneers come back and beat the falcons 29 to 25 this is looking to be one of my sharpest picks in the history of this pod that i said the bucks were going to win the division i i mean desmond shitter i thought was going to be a lot better um horrible this game was what he wasn't horrible this game. He's not good. No, he's not. Cleveland beat the Jaguars by a score of 31 to 27. Joe Flacco is good. He's looked solid two weeks in a row. Joe uh, Flacco is defying the laws of space time right now. I, I, I just don't get how, how we're letting this happen as a society. I mean, he's just kind of slinging it. And I do think that we said this last week, I think, but there's something to it that I think if you're the backup and you just get in there and you're like a young guy, you're like, I don't want to ruin my entire NFL career. I don't want to make mistakes. Ah, but if you're an old backup like him or like think back to Chad Henney on the Chiefs from then it's kind of like, fuck it. I'm just going to throw this deep pass. Oh, what? They caught it. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, I mean, people, yeah, people forgot about touchdown Joe. Apparently, <laughs> um, the Bears put a walloping on the Lions, officially upgrading the Lions to fraud watch. Yeah, what is going on with the Lions? I think I, the, I we might be overreacting. The 49ers themselves went on a three game skid earlier this season. People forget. The Lions are just doing it at the worst time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think it's the same because the 49ers are, are, were obviously a good team that for some reason something was going wrong. But Detroit, I think they've had legit concerns all year. And if you lose by 15 to the Bears. I mean, the Bears have looked better the previous weeks. Like the defense after getting Montez Sweat has been one of the league's top defenses in, in the past four weeks. Yeah. Eberflus might be coaching that defense to saving his job, which oh, I don't no. know is good or bad. No way. I don't know. He's done, though. I don't know. That would be so bears. If They're they in the hunt. Him. Imagine they kept Eberflus and Fields, and they don't draft a QB. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. They should keep Fields. They should not draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. I disagree. Oh. I think you trade Fields for people. Were having this conversation on Twitter that you trade Fields 
you get decent stuff for him and you draft a rookie because I don't know if Caleb Williams is going to be good, but I, I think he can be as good as Justin Fields. And if you restart that rookie QB cap counter, that clock, you get four years of rookie Caleb Williams versus having to pay Justin Fields, I think, after next year. I don't know. <laughs> I would I would I would think about it. 49ers beat the Seahawks 28 to 16. Seahawks yeah. are in a free fall, and the 49ers are just cooking to be the best team in the NFC right now. Yeah, I said at one point that I would be afraid to see the Seahawks in the playoffs. That's not true anymore. <laughs> uh a team no one's afraid of seeing in the playoffs. The Vikings beat the Raiders in a scoring shootout three to nothing. God, as the pastronaut has been upgraded to the astronaut, and he is benched. Yeah, Josh Dobbs has turned back into a pumpkin, to borrow an old phrase of ours. It's, it, it is unfortunate to see. He's, uh, you can't have two active Linsanity runs in the same sport at the same time. I don't know if Joe Flacco has stolen it Flacco from him, is or Flacco's Tommy DeVito. Flacco is Flacco sanity right now. Yeah. I was trying to come up with some kind of joke of like flack, flack, flackademia. No, there's nothing there. There's nothing. Flackademia. There. There's nothing there. Just, 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 just move on. Just move <laughs> on. Let's just leave it behind. Let's just, let's just move on. You don't have to. You can just leave the past in the past. What did you major in flackademia? Uh, elite stud. This is. Uh... Ah, come on, tell me. No, I need I need to take I need to step out of the batter's box for a second. <laughs> yeah, just my gloves. gloves. Just gloves. Pitch clock's going though. You gotta make eye contact with me. All right, I'm back in. All right. Uh the Broncos beat the Chargers 24 to 7, and uh Justin Herbert has now gone on to the IR, officially ending the Chargers season. Um where do you go if you're the Chargers, man? You have your quarterback, your coach's ass. You fire Brandon Staley. Your running back hits a top speed of uh, me in middle school. <laughs> what do you? Your 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 top wide receiver is what forty? <laughs> and the one you drafted this year sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I would have fired Brandon Staley last off season. Mm-hmm. I would hire Bill Belichick this off season. Oh, okay. Or Jim Harbaugh. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think Bill Belichick can handle the California media? No, probably not. <laughs> Paparazzi taking pictures of him coming out of his house. You can't wear, yeah, you can't wear a, a short sleeve, a custom short sleeve hoodie <laughs> in in L.A. True. The fashion police will get you. Exactly. No, it's after Labor Day, Bill. You can't wear white. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys take a commanding lead. Of what fucking division of the NFC East with a 30 or the convincing 33 to 13 win over the sliding Eagles. Jordan, I have officially re-upgraded the Eagles back onto the endangered list. Oh, is that above or below the fraud watch list? Time Eagles on fraud watch? I don't think so. They're 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 endangered. Do we think they were scared that the league after the league threatened to uh, get rid of the tush push. Do we think that they're, think they're trying to show that they don't need it to win and they can't do it? 
Right. Do you think that maybe their feelings were hurt and they were like, fine. We're not oh, allowed well. to do our play. We're not even going to even try. Well, if that's how teams react after their feelings get hurt, I can't wait to see a certain team next week. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, the Cowboys are just kind of – I don't want to say they're legit because I was talking about this with my mom. I've never seen the Cowboys win a playoff game, and I've never seen a Cowboys win on in high definition. So <laughs> – The Cowboys are in a good spot, I think. Dak is the front runner for MVP. He He shouldn't be, but, yeah, he probably is. Someone pointed out that this is setting up for all-time trolling, though, that if they go like 13-4, and four, MVP, lose in the first round. Yeah, the Cowboys are nothing but the Dodgers of the NFL. Stephen A. Smith has the chance to go on a historic run if that <laughs> happens. The Eagles are a little, uh, a little lucky, though, that the Chiefs kind of stole the spotlight this week because not everybody's talking about the Eagles being kind of – Endangered, as you said. I don't want to use the F word too much. <laughs> it is Christmas. Uh, I was trying to think of a speaking of F word. I can't do it. <laughs> Wait, I got one. I got one. I got okay, one. okay, go for it. Go for it. Speaking of F words, Tommy Fettuccini DeVito. Ooh. Is the star of the circus this week? He is the AFC or NFC Player of the Week, as you mentioned. Um, do we do we like the Italian stuff? I think so. I think so. I I I think it's funny. I, I think I I the, like the it. Agent, the agent dressed like a fucking fourteen year old, thinking he's dressing cool. Like he looked a, like he was in the Naked Brothers band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that might that's am I wrong? Put that put that one on your uh, on your sizzle reel. <laughs> um, yeah, I it's it's crazy. It really is the Italian insanity. It'd be kind of awesome if we got a insanity run from like every culture. Like if we got like a Russian guy who hit fifty home runs next year in the MLB, or like well, if, uh, well, I don't. I don't... We have to see the fall before we can officially declare that was a Lynn Sandy run, I suppose. True, although I, I, think we, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Jokic is on a Lynn Sandy run. It's been going no. on four years now. <laughs> but I think we're all pretty confident Tommy DeVito is not the Jokic of the NFL. What if we? What if if we go into the archives back to our episodes in two thousand one, Jordan? What if we were to say the same thing about Tom Brady back then? Yeah, this Brady guy, uh... like he's going crazy, man. I don't see him peaking it up though. Remember him? Like once Bledsoe gets healthy, you got to put back Drew in. You know, I, I, I've said for a while the Patriots are a QB away. So if they get Brady, yeah, but I mean he's in a good system. Is he? I mean Belichick, he just got fired as the coach of the Jets. I mean, after one day, he kind of quit. The Browns didn't even want him. We should do that. Would be funny a historical podcast episode. Yeah, go back and be like the the Crimson Tide hire Nick Saban, the failed Dolphins coach. All right, folks, welcome in to this week's episode. Before, <laughs> never mind. No, we're just gonna move on. Bronx Bombers win another game. Uh, honestly, best case scenario for Tommy DeVito might be he goes like two and two the rest of the year, and then he's just a lifetime backup. How bad does this make the already bad looking? Daniel Jones contract look though. Oh my god. 
<laughs> they got to try to get rid of that like yesterday. If 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 you can make Devito look good and you can't make Daniel Jones look good, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know if I'm happy or sad if I'm Brian Dable right now. <laughs> God. Uh, the Packers, I mean, they're frisky for sure. They're a team that I would not want to face in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't blame you there. When they popped up that side-by-side through their first 12 starts and Jordan Love's numbers were, like, better than Aaron Rodgers, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then the uh, other Monday night game, which, by the way, we've said this in, the, in week one, the, the, dub- the simultaneous Monday night doubleheader sucks. Not a fan. Stagger the games. <laughs> not that hard. Uh, but the Titans complete the most improbable comeback of the season so far. Uh, after trailing by 13 points with less than three minutes left to defeat the Dolphins, who clearly lost their identity when Tyreek Hill had to step out of the game for a few minutes. Yeah, and that, you know, I would argue that out of all the players in the league, he might be the most valuable. I mean, proof is in the pudding, pudding. We said that in like week three, and now it's becoming a trendy narrative of Tyreek should be MVP. We said that in like week three. Pull We're the tape. right. Pull the tapes, Ethan. We know ball. Uh, but Will Levis is good. Well, I don't know about that, but I think so. He's 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 tough. He's you know, he looks like a real quarterback. He's not scared. Did you see what uh Rabel said in his post game conference? What uh, that they spent all week watching footage of quarterbacks sliding to, t- to teach him about his techniques, so that way he wouldn't be taking all these big hits. Um, and then he went out and took a bunch of big hits. But he said, "Well, I guess that approach didn't work." So we're going to spend all of this week watching quarterbacks get blown up and horrifically injured to really teach him how to, that he should be sliding right now. <laughs> uh, just sad, but yeah, probably effective. Um, <laughs> it's, like, it's, also like, wrote, it's like when you were in driver's ed and they showed you like, you know, it'd be like 10 a.m. And they would just play a video of just someone dying right in yeah. front of you. And I'd be like, oh, I guess I'll go take a math test now. <laughs> now I get to process that. God. I took driver's ed during the summer. You had to go to summer school? I explained no. your driving. It was only like three weeks. <laughs> uh, I also wrote down Derek Henry when he does a direct snap. It's like the 17th best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. If Derek Henry was the starting quarterback for the Jets, do they have as many wins or less wins than they have right now? I have to be at least as many. I Because th- like a Derrick Henry run play every time, I feel like every time that they motion out the quarterback, he gets at least a few yards. Derrick Henry running downfield is the closest thing we have to like high-speed rail in this country. <laughs> Derrick Henry as a QB, and then at running back, you just put a sixth no lineman? Yeah, why not? I don't know, run a, run a counter sweep every play. Well, why much. are we not using more O-linemen as like a fullback? Yeah, oh, there's probably some rule against it. Nick Sirianni, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> Uh, but that's all the games from last week. They'll go ahead and move on now uh, to NBA. Jordan, actually, Jordan, there's actually there's actually one more. The the Buffalo. Oh no, the command the Commanders. No, they were on a bye. No, 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 no. The, the Buffalo Bills, Jordan. The who? The the oh the Buffalo Bills. They stole the guy from hundreds of years ago. The the Western Explorer. We we go now to Josh Allen Field at Burrowhead Stadium. They're calling it. The worst call of all time. I disagree because I the worst call of all time benefited my team a few years back. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, let me let me just get this out of the way. Let me okay. let me preface this by saying, hold on, Jordan, hold on, Jordan. I got a soapbox around here. That was your Christmas gift. I'm sorry, but you can go ahead and stand on it now if you want. Let me preface this by saying, when I first texted you on Sunday night about it being a bogus call, I was at the game and I had yes. just left the game. I was very emotional. Like Patrick and I, I want you to really... know. I want I want reference to know. I texted you immediately saying. Kelsey is fucking insane, man. I love it. Then all caps, no, when they called the when they called the flag. That when, when moment, they said on the broadcast, there's a flag on the play, though. That moment of seeing him turn and lateral it to Tony, who then ran it in, was one of the best like five seconds I've felt as a sports fan, like at a live game. And then it was just all taken away. You which forget Kelsey was a quarterback in college. And when when it happened and then they called it back, obviously everybody in the stadium was like, that's horrible, terrible call. Um, didn't I saw the angle when I got in the car. And yeah, obviously he was offsides. However, my criticism of the refs in this situation still stands, and for two reasons. One, there are multiple, dare I even say several, screenshots and videos that have come out of other receivers and Canaries Tony, literally in that same game, and literally, I forget who it was, Jalen Waddle or somebody, on Monday night, lining up in that split, like, trips formation or whatever with one guy forward, lining up over the line. And, yes, yes, he's offsides. But I think it is definitely fair to be frustrated that it gets called in that moment, in that big spot, and ignored in other times. And the second thing... The job of the official should not be to watch the game, stand back, let players commit fouls, and then penalize them after the fact. That's what a police officer does. The job of the official should be to officiate the game and to make sure the players are playing within the rules and to deliver the best and to make basically make sure that everybody watching enjoys the product. People don't enjoy when the refs throw a flag five seconds after a touchdown and everything gets called back and there's these stupid... The, NFL should not be about, oh, what if the refs hadn't fucked this up? What what about this ref call? Do we think the refs are right? The refs should not be part of the NFL discourse, but they routinely are because they're inconsistent. They don't make the right calls in the right moments. And if you think if Kadarius Tony's offsides and the whole play is null and void, blow the play dead. Don't let them have one of the craziest plays ever, and then you call it back. It should have never gotten to that place, to that point where Travis Kelsey lateraled the ball back. And the last thing I'll say is this. Me and Mahomes and the rest of the Chiefs fans and Andy Reid and whoever, the frustration after the game and since then is not really entirely about that one call. It's more so Mahomes at this point. Mahomes was entirely about that one call. Mahomes. Mahomes. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Mahomes, I think has been frustrated all season at his receivers for dropping passes, for not getting open, for the MVS call, for other gripes he has. And I think that was the the boiling point that set it all over to where, you know, he says the worst call I've ever seen, whatever, which can we relax with the, I lost a lot of respect for Mahomes. And when, you know, he he said worst call ever to Josh Allen. They're playing against each other. Josh Mahomes should want to beat Josh Allen. And obviously that they're friends and have a relationship. And so after the game, if they go and shake hands and Mahomes is like, worst call I ever seen, bro. 
and they walk away. What, who cares? Oh, wow. That's kind of disrespectful to Josh. He's on the other team, you dumb motherfucker. He's his rival. You watch Magic and Bird in the 80s, be like, God, he should have congratulated Larry Bird after he beat him in the, in the 80, whatever. No, they're on different teams. That's how this works. And yeah. I'd like to I'd like to bring on Nigel. This is actually, uh, I didn't tell you about this. Uh, an, an expert on, you can't make that call in that situation. I've got James Bradbury on the horn. Uh, he's going to come in and talk about a pretty crucial play, kind of ticky-tack, kind of like, hey, you don't call that in that moment there, um, since that's what we seem to care about a great deal. Uh, J- James, any? any Stupidest. You want, oh, you want a comment from James Bradbury, the guy who said, I committed the foul. Yeah, and Kadarius Tony probably said he was offsides. No. Oh, he, uh, <laughs> Clearly he, the entire team has said, no, he wasn't offsides. You can't call that or whatever. James Bradbury didn't say, oh, yeah. I'm not saying also, James Bradbury. Also, oh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. There is, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot compare, you cannot compare. Didn't not commit a foul. That's the whole point, Jordan. You cannot compare. And the whole argument is, well, you can't call that there. You cannot compare. Single team. It happens to every single team. You could call, you could call holding play, a holding foul on every single call. You call offsides probably on every single play. You are not Ooh. understanding this whole, oh, you can't make that call there. They do it every year. The refs are historically bad. They're bad at their jobs. That's why I do not understand all the – every team gets the breaks at some point in the season. Every team is on no the No shit. That's the entire point of my argument is that the Chiefs do not get better calls. The Chiefs did not get screwed. I'm and saying the, the refs are – I'm saying the refs – More than I'm, that recently. You're right. Patrick Mahomes, the first star quarterback to ever get a friendly call or to ever have a holding ignored. Tom Brady never got that. Aaron Rodgers never got that. Drew Brees never got that. Uh, uh, Drew Brees famously never gets that. that. You're right. That's probably the worst example you could have used. You're right. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are definitely the first QB coach combo to A, complain about refs, and B, sometimes get favorable calls. You're right. It's never happened before. I bad about complaining about the refs. I do think I do think it's childish to complain to Josh Allen. I don't care that he did, but it is childish. Josh Allen didn't walk up. Oh fuck! It's a it's a football. It's a game. Of course, it's childish. Josh Allen didn't walk up to Mahomes like, "Oh, thirteen seconds. That's fucking bullshit." (laughs) Again, who fucking cares? Do you think Josh Allen? Do you think Josh Allen went home and cried because Mahomes didn't tell him good game? Do you think they went back in the locker room and were like, "Well, I know we won, but the other team was upset, so." Did we win or did did they win? And the whole point, the whole thing, of the, like, oh, the, the Chiefs. You're making my point for me. My point is that the refs are fucking morons and are bad and are stealing the, are taking over games. You and can't it needs do that argument. You can't do that argument on top of a. Oh yeah, Mahomes and Reed are the first time to ever get a call. You can't argue that. Yeah, you. No, get I'm saying on top of you? being like, yeah, but you can't make that call. I never. I feel like I'm making points and you're just you're arguing against different points I'm not even making. You've made a lot of points over the over the past week. I feel like I'm I'm trying to say the refs are shitty and they need to stop taking over games and you're spinning that to me be saying the refs the Chiefs are the, are persecuted by the refs specifically. No, every team is. The Chiefs have gotten calls to go in their favor because of bad refs. The Chiefs have had calls go against them because of the refs. The refs suck ass. Also, just 
Again, you cannot compare Canary's Tony lining six inches over the line before the play starts with James Bradbury pulling Juju Smith-Schuster down on a potential game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Those are not equal. Those are not equal. Pull it down. Okay. Honestly, about, at the end of the about, day. What about a, what about a Sauce Gardner uh, hold? on like a long third down or a non-call holding call on a lineman on a long third down. What about that? Could I, could I talk about it? Well, hold on, hold on. Let's back up the tapes to Mr. Josh. There's a hold on every single play. Yeah. But like this one, like you could see it from the TV. Okay. So the ones that you remember specifically are, are bad because also the chiefs, every fucking game they play is in national TV. No shit. You're going to notice those. You're not going to notice the bad calls. Zach Wilson gets when he's up by 24 against the Texans, no one's going to be like, oh, you know what? We have to lead tomorrow's fucking ESPN with Zach Wilson's a bitch because he said, I didn't like that call. People are, it just, it just really pissed me off to wake up on Monday morning. The national media did not say that about Mahomes. I was watching the Sunday night post game. And after that press conference, they went, wow. That's why when the best quarterback in the world speaks, you listen. That's just all class. You right just, there. That's you a direct quote. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything. That is what you they deleted said. Twitter. You deleted quote. Twitter after that. You didn't. You didn't go on Twitter at all in the last three days, where everybody yeah, said man. Mahomes is a cry. You called Mahomes a crybaby on this pod ten minutes ago. I didn't call him a crybaby. You said the Chiefs are acting like crybabies, or maybe you, just, you might have just said, said baby. childish. Oh, you said childish. Excuse it's me. Childish. That is a far departure from crybabies. It is not even remotely similar. It is. I didn't. I, that's a whole step above infantish. The fact of the matter is the Chiefs got a probably somewhat questionable call that is the 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 straw that broke the camel's back although it's been a frustrating season and I think what was what was just really lame was all the the football fans with a stick up their ass being like let's let's show a little more decorum how about congratulate the guy you're going up against like come on like how i lost a lot of respect for mahomes i thought he was i thought these guys shut up jordan i've said it time and time again on this pod the greatest moment of my high school like athletic career the my last venture into like actual competitive like play was when i made a kid cry that was awesome i felt awesome after that moment like, I'm not going to apologize for that. But it is bizarre if you're frustrated with the game, whatever, you know, and all that. But, like, what is Josh Allen supposed to say in that scenario? Ah, damn. Like, ah, like. What does like, anybody say right, in any man. of those situations ever? Oh, good game, bro. See you down the road. Yeah. Well, God, please think of Josh Allen and the Bills that didn't have Mahomes tell them, good luck, see you down the road. That's such a huge part of the game. That's why they play every Sunday. That's why they lace them up so the two quarterbacks can share a, a handshake that you don't hear normally. And for this this time, you were able to hear it. And, yeah, yeah, no, it, it, that obviously ruins the entire the entire Chiefs season. They're, they're frauds. Mahomes is a – is a bad guy. Andy Reid should not make the Hall of Fame. The dynasty is uh, falling, and everything is bad. And um, yeah, All I know maybe is maybe, maybe other fans are just are just are just uh, taking this opportunity because this is the first time in the last five years the Chiefs have shown any sign of weakness. All I know, well, when they lost at Super Bowl, they looked pretty weak. All oh yeah, uh, what about the other thirty teams that weren't in the Super Bowl? All I know 
They they went home with the exact amount of uh, rings and accolades that the Chiefs did. No, they didn't. Not All accolade. I know? Just going to a Super Bowl is an accolade. You get a trophy for the AFC Championship. And we don't count those. All, all I know, Jordan, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I wouldn't look too surprised come Christmas morning when there's some coal under that tree. See, the thing is, you say that, and you're obviously kidding, and I know you are, but there are pro- there are probably like over a million football fans out there right now. They're like, "Yeah, fuck Patrick Mahomes." You, you're right, Josh. He's a scumbag. You, you, if you are one of our millions of fans, please sure to let us know. I'm just saying it's it was just very lame that it, if you want to be like, no, that was a bad that was. That was not a bad call. That you're wrong. Quit complaining about the refs. Sure, but like the fact that people made it into like uh, this, 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 this kind of hurts Mahomes' legacy. Shut up. Get back in your locker. I mean, maybe they could afford some receivers if he deferred all of his payments. Yeah, maybe. there's an argument there. Now let's get into the important part. Brittany Mahomes on Instagram. <laughs> I did see that too. It's like, oh my god, what you mean? What if she had gotten Taylor Swift to do it? One of the most invested Chiefs fans. What if she had gotten Taylor Swift to do it? (laughs) Taylor Swift is going to name drop Kadarius Tony on the next (laughs) album. I knew knew you were a phony, but God damn it, you're just Kadarius Tony. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So then, yeah, the, the playoff picture is Niners. Cowboys have jumped into the second spot. Uh, then Lions, Bucks, Eagles have fallen to fifth. Vikings, Packers. And on the AFC side, it's Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, Jags, Browns, Steelers, Colts. Josh, who's in your SB tier? I've got the Ravens, the Niners, the Cowboys, and List. Okay. Mine is the same, I think, as last week. 49ers, Eagles, Cowboys, Ravens, Chiefs, Dolphins. That's a, that's a big tier. Yeah. Crying uh, a storm mean, over there. I mean, the Chiefs lost, the Dolphins lost, the Ravens nearly lost. For, I mean, the NFC, I could just put the 49ers, but I think the Eagles and Cowboys still have a chance. Um, I don't know. I think by the start of the playoffs, it'll probably be down to three or four, but we'll see. Uh, right. You want to run through our picks for next week, though? A reminder, I am up by one game. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, let's start with uh, the Thursday night game. That'll be airing later tonight if you're listening to this on time, which you should be if you subscribe, follow, turn on alerts. And, and if you want start. maximum points on this week's quiz. Yep. On Blackboard. We have uh, Hockey Stick going up against AOC, Jordan. The Chargers versus the Raiders. Well... Um, I think I'm going to have to go with the congresswoman here. I am. I'm also rocking with call us part of the squad. We're rocking with the we're rocking with AOC and the Raiders. Does Brandon Staley have a job on next Monday when we record or They're next week when we record? Let them finish out the season. It looks so much more embarrassing if they do it now mid season as opposed to when they still had a shot. True. And yeah, I guess with Herbert out for the year, it's kind of whatever. Yeah. Up next, we have the Vikings going into Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Few Saturday games. The Saturday games are back, unfortunately. Unfortunately. It's unfortunate. There's no college ball. Yeah, but like, 
I forget to set my fantasy lineup at least one of these every year. Oh, well, you should be a better manager than that. It's the playoffs. I'm a game. I'm I'm a game manager. You know. Uh, I'm rocking with the Bengals over the Vikings. Yeah, give me the Bengals. Steelers go into Indianapolis to play the Colts. I'm going with the Steel Curtain. I'm going to take the Colts. Okay. Mania. The starting quarterback for the Steelers next year, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Broncos go into Detroit to play the Lions, who are desperately needing a bounce-back win. I am rocking with the Lions. Give me the Lions. Okay. I don't love it, but I don't think the Broncos can win again. I don't think I can be this hot. Tommy DeVito and the Italian Express goes marching down to New Orleans to play Derek Carr, the East Italian Who are you rocking with? I'm rocking with the Saints. Give me the Giants. Tommy DeVito. A little pizza pie music in there. You know, the chicken cut, which, by the way, can I say, I don't think that there's a food less Italian than chicken cutlets. What do you mean? I, I've had chicken, I had chicken cutlets all the time growing up. I had no idea that these were an Italian thing. Well, you're just, yeah, This learn, was like man. one of my probably top five most had meals as a kid growing up. It was like chicken cutlets with rye paste or with, you know, something else. And never in a, never in like an Italian way, though. You didn't have, like, the sauce on it? No, the gravy? <laughs> that might be the number one cultural norm that I'm comfortable making fun of. Is Italians calling what we know as marinara sauce, uh, they call it gravy. Like, if they have a big thing of pasta and meatballs or whatever, they got the gravy that you put on top. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> That's just another thing. <laughs> That's just a different sauce. Like if I put lettuce on my burger, and I was like, yeah, throw the onions on there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, the Bears go into Cleveland uh, to play the Browns. I'm rocking with the Browns. Give me flacademia. Give me the Browns. The Falcons uh, travel down. Uh, no, up. They're traveling up. They're traveling up to North Carolina. Maybe. Uh, to play the Panthers. I'm rocking with the Falcons. Uh, I would go ahead and take the uh, Panthers. Wow. I think they're very bad. One game lead. Yeah, I think they're very bad, but I don't know. Sometimes you can't just pick them to lose every week. (laughs) The Falcons are dog ass, too. So, yeah, but they score points at least. Uh, By the way, I've confirmed I uh, had the boys in the lab go ahead and take a look at this. Um, why is it not loading? Why is it not loading? This is screwing me. This is screwing me. You're screwing me. I do. Why the fuck do I need to disable ad blocker to look at a map of the United States? <laughs> I googled USA map and I clicked on the first one and it said, "Please disable your your ad blocker." I should just go to Google Images. That's what I'm on, and I opened up the image. And it... Live must be really far away. I've confirmed that Atlanta is further south than Raleigh, North Carolina, but not by <laughs> yeah. much. Not by much. 
That's why I wanted to look because Atlanta is deceptively far north. Hey, I know, I know map. Don't, don't sure. I, I, I saw some stat the other day that Atlanta is closer to, I think, Cleveland than Miami. Don't test me. I know oh, no, that. It's, no, it's clo- Atlanta is closer to Canada than it is Miami. Yeah. That's insane. I, I know map, man. I dude, I used to be in my bag back in the uh, like fourth grade when it was uh did you, did we, you have a globe? When we, no, have, uh, my brother the, did. One of the um, like leapfrog globes. No, my brother had like a legit globe on like a stand because he was a huge nerd. Um <laughs> I remember like it used to be in my bag though back in the day for uh like fourth grade st- uh, states and capitals like yeah. flash around the world game that we used to play. Oh, oh yeah. I was untouchable. Oh yeah, I'm pretty good at states and capitals. Uh, I feel pretty I, proud I, of that. I was the Bill Russell of that game, though. I had this this globe when I was a kid that like it would light up and you it would ask you like it would say it, it like it would like quiz you. Ooh, like you could like spin the globe, obviously, and just look at it. Then you could also turn it on. It would be like find the capital of Estonia, and it would give you. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty sick. Um, Bucks Packers in the frozen tundra. Jordan Packers. I'm rocking with your Bucks. All right. I'm rocking with your Bucks. Well, this is such I a probably betrayal. Should take my, I probably should take my Bucks, especially if they win the South. That'll be a 10 point bonus multiplier nope. for me at the end. Right? Correct. The Jets play the Dolphins. Dolphins need to bounce back win after that embarrassing collapse. I'm and the Zach Wilson looking to stay hot to save his job. I'm rocking with the Finns. Yeah, give me the fins. Chiefs, Patriots, Patriots, defeater of good teams recently. Right. In yeah, this really this this Foxborough. really is a bat this really is a battle between uh a franchise with a, a quarterback and coach who have a history of, you know, obviously bitching to the refs and complaining and being crybabies and cheating and, and the Patriots go in their favor, and the Kansas City Chiefs, who I'm gonna take. I will also be taking the Chiefs. Taking the Chiefs against that evil empire of, of, of teams of, of, you know, always getting the refs to call things in their favor. I'm, I'm rooting for the underdog this week. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Uh, the league is going to have to do an apology game uh, to their darling to, you know, make sure they well, still have space. Is which the, is it? Which is it? Franchise. Which is it? Do the Chiefs get every call or do the Chiefs bitch about not getting calls? Because it can't be both. It can't be both. I've seen both. I've seen somehow simultaneously the Chiefs get every call and the league wants them to win and it's rigged uh, because obviously Kansas City is such a big market. Yes. And, you know, they they have to command, they have to get those TV numbers from Kansas City. Wow. Jordan discrediting Red Kingdom. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Kind of weird. Right. They definitely want the big market Chiefs in the AFC and the Super Bowl, not, not, you know, Miami or, you know. Yes. Whenever your fans don't win, you rob banks. Um, True. No, we were winning when he was robbing the banks. Uh, think, think, think about what he would have done had you lost. <laughs> True, we don't know. Uh, Texans go into a now not red hot simmering. Uh, Tennessee Titans. I'm rocking with the Texans though. Give me Billy Jeans and the Titans. Okay, Niners, Cardinals, Niners, Niners, Commies, Rams, Rams. Rams. I know. Fuck it. Give me the commies. You getting the commies? Yeah, Sam Howell, because I'm starting him in fantasy. All right. Uh, how about them boys versus 
the the Bills. Cowboys, fuck the Bills. the Bills. Fuck the Bills. The Bills are not good. Somehow now the Bills, the Bills are 2.5 favorites. Look at head to head. Within the last week and a half or two weeks, we've we've went from yep, the Bills are the frauds. You know, the Bills are not having a good year. It's a down year for the Bills to now. Yep, the Bills are surging. They're Super Bowl favorites. You went on the long-winded rant about how the Bills stink and they're huge frauds, and then they still are. They still are. Kind of cringe. The Chiefs lost that game. The Bills didn't win that game. Uh, let me look at the win column. Actually, it's actually in the win column that they did. You, that must be a typo. We'll, we'll get you to all on it. It must you, be a typo. You clearly, you clearly have never had an exasperated youth sports coach tell you that. You lost that game. They didn't win. No, I, I was only a winner. Uh-huh. I got the trophies to prove it. Yeah, participation. And the ice cream socials after afterwards yeah. at Looney Lawns. Would be. You're soft generation. Yeah, you got soft hands, so. Yeah. Ravens in the Jags. Bird gang running with the Ravens. Ravens. And then there's a fight, a fight amongst Bird Gang. Eagles going into Seattle. Eagles. I'm also taking the Eagles. Easy money. <laughs> um, so there are picks. I'm sure they will all be correct somehow for both sides. <laughs> um only one other thing I had written down here football. Jaden Daniels won the Heisman. He did, as deserved. Yeah, congrats to him. Uh, I would have voted just, for... Uh, just a good preview for next year when another Jay Daniels lifts the Heisman. Yeah. It's very strange. There's another quarterback named Jay Den Daniels, and we have Jay Lynn Daniels. Yeah, you think I should call FanDuel and be like, I meant to place that preseason right. bet on Jay Den Daniels, not Jay Lynn Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he had a bad back. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Um, but we can move on then to this week's Fast Five, Josh, for the NBA. We'll start off with this is a crossover collab between the Fast Five and the Bozo of the Week, Draymond Green. Oh, that was a quick hit. Okay, uh, yeah, suspended. Well, I've, I've stolen, I've repurposed it into he a really Fast Five. punched me in the mouth unexpectedly on that one, Jordan. Yep, <laughs> yes, yes, I, yeah. He has now been suspended indefinitely. You saw that, right? Right before we got on, right before. Yeah, suspended indefinitely. Um, I had written down how long do you suspend him? <laughs> well, uh, forever. <laughs> um, it's just well, insane. He just waved a gun on IG Live twice. I can't believe that he just keeps doing this. I can't believe that Steve Kerr still tries to make us believe being like, you know, I didn't see it. I don't know. Nothing to say. You got you... Steve Kerr is like afraid to criticize Draymond. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, mainly because Draymond probably will punch him in the face, but... Do you think that this is just part of... Like, do you th- is is this worth it for the Warriors, obviously, of having Draymond on your team in those years, like, if you know that it comes with this psychotic behavior? I, I think it is worth it. I don't think it's worth it anymore, because here's another quick hit. The Pistons, who have lost 20 straight with a lineup of Killian Hayes, Cade Cunningham, Osser Thompson, Isaiah T- Stewart, and Jalen Duran have a net rating of negative 10.1 on the season. The Warriors, with Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney, have a negative 10.2 net rating on the wow. season. So, no, it's not worth it anymore. Clay can't shoot anymore. Draymond is just Draymond at this point, and not even like that doesn't even mean anything anymore. And Steph is still pretty good, but 
Steph should They're ask old. For a trade. They're old. It's the it's over. Steph should ask for a trade. Steph, Steph should ask heat. for a trade. Steph to the Heat. No, I don't want to. No, no, no. Kyle, they already have Kyle Lowry. Steph to the Mavs for Kyrie. I'm just I'm just coming up with the most chaotic ideas right now. <laughs> them to the Blazers. Sure. <laughs> Uh, second quick hit, Jokic also ejected. It was Serbian Heritage Night, and he got ejected. Yeah, like Chicago has like the second highest population of Serbian uh, Americans, I believe. Who's first, Serbia? First, yeah. What? I said, who's first, Serbia? Yeah, <laughs> of Serbian Americans. Yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> gone back, and he got he gets ejected in the second, which leads to. Yoke post ring Jokic does not give a fuck about basketball no. anymore. He's he stamped. would stand there. He was standing in the locker room with his high turtleneck, adjusting his Rolex, saying, "Well, this be lucky they didn't do that in Serbia." <laughs> hey, you lucky this no happened in Serbia. We we take care of we take care of refs on our own. Yeah, what if his brothers had been in attendance? Oh, what if his horse had been in attendance? Oh. <laughs> Uh, the Lakers won the end season tournament. Uh, so does that make it matter more or less? Gee, it, it, that's the point. That's the question right there. Everyone's loving the end season tournament, just like everyone was loving the bubble. Then all of a sudden, oh, LeBron went. Oh, well, I mean, guys, it didn't really matter, right? Like, yeah. guys, but none of us were like we were just joshing when we said we were liking it and taking it seriously, right? You know, in two years from now, Tyrese Halliburton is going to be saying. Well, we heard people weren't going to respect the in, the first in-season tournament win, so we didn't want to win it. Yeah, it's, LeBron keeps finding ways to add to his legacy, man. Yes, because people were saying like, oh, Michael, Michael Jordan would, never won an in-season tournament. And that's what people were saying. Oh, Michael wouldn't have cared about some stupid in-season tournament. Michael Jordan, if he knew he could have gotten $500,000, he, he would have been donkey punching people on the court. Yeah. Of course he would have cared. Yeah. He was gambling against minor league baseball players for fun. <laughs> he absolutely would have tried and cared. Fuck them kids. Yeah, he he went on a 20 for 20 mid-range jumper show to not give kids free shoes. God. <laughs> Which wouldn't have cost him anything. No. Uh, Steve Kerr, mentioned earlier, uh, complained about in season or in arena DJs playing music during the games and how it's I, you known. know what? I, I agree. Which, it's a valid complaint, but the Suns DJ then sampled his complaint rant and flipped it into a hype mix that he was playing during the game. Yeah, that's the Suns in there. Which is I, I agree. Cool. I, when I'm watching games, I'm like, man, I don't want to listen to this shitty music right now. It feels like very much. You don't want like, to hear the. You don't want to hear the instrumental to down in the DMs for some reason. No, 2023. If it feels like the equivalent of having to uh, run Subway Surfers content over your <laughs> uh, underneath your bootleg Family Guy video because like, oh, I have to have this noise so that way people stay entertained while watching the basketball game. It's right. lazy. It's stupid. Uh, I'd rather much. Ha- I'd much rather have Greg Popovich keep hopping on the mic during games. I'd rather have it just be broken up by every few seconds. We get something like. Yeah, exactly. Like, imagine if, like, during a baseball game, they, they were doing that. Couldn't do that. Defense. <laughs> Defense. 
Do you, I've, have I ever told the story on this pod about the time I started a well, the time Freeze and I started a defense chant at Allen Fieldhouse? You tried to steal credit from, from Freeze, right? No, there. it was him and me both. We started a, a defense chant at Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, it was actually a couple of us that were uh, at the game. No, I was, was there. That was the Penguin that did that. Shut up. We were, <laughs> we were, this was actually, this was the last game I went to as a student. It was KUK State. Uh, our senior year and it was during a KU free throw and it was like sort of a close game it was during a KU free throw and obviously everybody's silent and we said all right after the second free throw we're starting a defense chant and was it Devontae maybe somebody hit the second free throw and we just immediately go oh, like four or five of us because like there was like a guy in front of us I remember that wasn't with us but he's like I'm in and right <laughs> after the free throw we went defense and then, like, you know, within, like, literally one or two, the entire – our section and then the entire stadium was – See, I, I will and say – And the best part – and they turned it over. There you go. They turned it, I think we're, we're playing K-State, and they, I don't remember who it was, but they turned it over on the next possession. I I, I liked the least uh, in Allen Field. I was doing, like, like a defense chant. I very much more just loved general noise. Just get as so, loud as you oh, can. You know, I liked that. Way yeah. more than having to like say something, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, while we're talking about it, like Allen Fieldhouse, KU beat Mizzou this weekend. Can you play John Brown's body? That has to be for you. It was a Civil War. Uh, Civil that came War out song. so many years ago. That's definitely going to be being played right now. Um, Absolutely, his soul goes. I found myself. On. I found myself just whistling that throughout the day, even before the game. His soul goes marching on. When I saw somebody cosplaying as John Brown during the stadium, I was like, that guy saw it, took it, he's killing it. They had to be, they had to be sweating. Oh. Those, those traders, they had to be sweating. I mean, KU was sweating a little bit. That game got a little too yeah, close. Yeah, I don't, like, if you look at it. close, but it was, it got a little too close. Well, it was close considering the fact that we were down by, like, nine at one point. We are early on, early on. But then late in the game, we were up by like seven with like five minutes left, and I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah, uh, it is it is concerning considering this is the third year of the border uh, war revival. It's a border showdown. It's a war. Uh, One hundred two, scoring one hundred and two, then scoring ninety seven. And we only scored like seventy. Not yeah, a fan. Uh, Not a fan. Like we still haven't let them score more than like sixty-five. Though, so. Do we play in Columbia again next year? Or? Yes. Okay. I know that there eventually is something in the Sprint Center. So like that. Right. Sucks. We play. We play. Which, we play Wichita State in the Sprint Center in like a week and a half. We're going to. Lose that game. We never. We, we, yeah, they don't win. There is not a doubt in my mind that we are going to lose. That we are not going to lose that game. Yeah. That you're not Whatever. going to lose that game. Whatever. I. You know what I meant. Fifth quick hit and probably or fifth fast five. Pardon me. You, you, you kind of been stealing my thunder, but <laughs> copyright infringement. Uh, fifth fast five here. Um, probably the most important. Uh, Miles Turner says he spends between three to four hours per day building Legos, and he has gone through over one hundred twenty thousand Legos since the start of this season. Well, it makes sense because he's been putting up bricks all year. Bum, 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 which I think he's actually having a good year. I know. I had, had it there. I, had I know. He's, he's he's very good, but I saw it. I had to take it. <laughs> you had to take that one. Um, <laughs> that's all I've got, Josh. So quick hits. Uh, we can go ahead and begin. How many? Do you have a, a good amount? A, a handful? A handful. Start with you know, going back to our glorious king, LeBron James. 
during the semifinals against the Pelicans, he became the first player in NBA history with 30 points, five assists, and five boards in under 23 minutes. He's wow. 39. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. I'm, at the current trajectory I'm on, I'm not going to be able to walk when I'm 39. And he's <laughs> he's been in the NBA for a majority of his life. I don't get it. I don't he's, get yeah, it. He's been he's been in the NBA for more time than he has not at this point. I know. Like I I just don't I, I don't get it. <laughs> it's never going to stop uh, being impressing, but it's also just never going to stop being confusing. <laughs> Do you have Bronny written down? Did Bronny's debut as a quick Bronny hit? did make his debut. He played uh, like 14 minutes. Unfortunately, it was an upset loss uh, for USC. He scored, but I mean, like, he scored four points. Scored four points. He hit a three um, on his like opening minute or two in the game. Yeah. So, I mean, as, obviously, he's going to be playing on a minutes restriction as he gets back from his uh, heart issue. But very happy to see him back out well, there. Well, I think he's also going to be on a minutes restriction just in terms of being buried on the depth chart. Well, yeah, but and like obviously he's a freshman, I think he's going to. I think he probably is or anything, and well, I know, but I think he's probably going to be coming off the bench for a while. Like I think yeah. he was. I think he. I think he would have come off the bench to start the year, regardless. Yeah. Um. Moving on here, I got Oklahoma quarterback Dylan Gabriel transferring to Oregon. Too scared of the SEC. Apparently, it doesn't mean more. Now he's going to the Big Ten. Yeah, you think you lose to Kansas so you can go to the Big Ten? Interesting. Hmm. Kind of weird. Huh. Just doesn't it just doesn't mean that much to him, I guess. I guess not. Um, <laughs> did you have the other transfer portal news written down today? Not a player, but the NCAA ruled that uh players will no longer in any sport, I think, have to sit out if they transfer a second time. Yep. So now anybody can transfer. You can transfer four times and play at four schools if you wanted. Good up, good for wow. you. Wow. I mean, yeah, obviously it, it's good. It should, it should be that way, but yeah, if a coach can do it, I don't care if a player does it. Right. It's just you know interesting that we finally got to that point. Yeah. Well, while we're kind of on that topic, I wanted to highlight uh, in one of the in the one of the largest NIL deals in sports uh, today. Utah's Crimson Collective surprised its basketball and gymnastics teams with a choice between either a brand new 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokee or a Ram 1500 Bighorn truck. This is after they they gifted all 85 of their scholarship football athletes with a brand new truck uh, with a lease that ended when they graduated or if they transferred away. Utah... Utah might be the best in the NIL game right now. Which is unfortunate because they are coming to the Big 12. So, Travis Goff, you want to... Back the Brinks truck up. Get that get that $35 million that we got from that crypto guy and give that to fucking... Yeah, because I'm not... I, let me tell you, I'm not giving you any money. <laughs> I'm telling you give that, that right to Bryce. Give that... KU, by the way, KU has to get the recruit Bryson Tiller. Yeah. The fact that there's a five-star basketball recruit named Bryson Tiller. I mean, just, I can just imagine it now, like, pregame, halftime, whatever, playing don't in Allen Fieldhouse. <laughs> and they would, like, get to the part where there's the big, long pause, and it would get very silent, and then you would hear, like, five or six people go, don't, 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 you know. 
Every time I hear that song, I mess it up. I don't think I've ever gotten it correct. <laughs> oh. Going back down here, I wanted to give a happy 30 years anniversary to the Doom video game franchise. This is once again me getting on my soapbox saying, if you have not played Doom 2016 or Doom Eternal, you need to fix that. They're so good. They're so good. We'll see. No, Doom. Sounds scary. It's... <laughs> uh, North Dakota State basketball beat uh, their opponent... God, who even is this? I don't even care. Oh, um, I saw this. It was some fake religious. School. Some fake in like the fascist NCAA school. They beat them 108 to 14. And you're like, why would you say such thing about a school? Well, this is one of those fake schools. They play for the NCCAA, which is like some hyper religious. Uh, Not even that. It's, the it's, NCAA. I'm pretty sure the school was just very like anti-gay. Very. They are. They should have run up the score more. As part of part of from their Wikipedia page about LGBT prohibition, uh, homosexuality is prohibited at Oak Hills Christian College. Students must swear to give up sinful attitudes or actions, including homosexuality and immodesty, and affirm that only heterosexual marriage is permissible. Employees of the college must sign a similar pledge, and the college has been granted an exception to Title Nine in twenty seventeen. I'm bad at Roman numerals. Uh, in 2017, which allows it to legally discriminate against LGBT students for religious reasons, is it is ranked among the absolute worst campuses for LGBTQ youth by Campus Pride. I need to know what is at the top of the list if that is not the top, since it is ranked among. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, NDSU honestly should have dropped 150 on them. Oh yeah, why'd you let them score 14? Ugh. Now what I I wonder. In a situation like that, like if you did take a good team against like a legit college team, because I'm sure to get to that school you had to be good. Like, would it be possible to shut them out? I would. I would love to see that. I would love to see Kansas play this fake school. Do you think you could shut them out? And yeah. is it really? Is it possible on basketball? I, it has to be possible. If they if they couldn't score more than 14 while NDSU scored There's, 108, it has to be possible. But I've played in a lot of shitty rec leagues where we're shitty a, a shitty team we're in there to have fun we're playing against like former like juco guys that just school we can still score 15 points like it's, nah, but like if, if you get them to buy in and try you wouldn't be as long as it's legit college players or le- i mean do you think if you took if you took the nba the, the nba also oh, at that point it probably would because the school epic. only has like 60 some people in it jordan they i know i know i'm no just way. saying like, Literally one bad pass where a guy gets an open layup in transition. One, I don't know. It's impossible to know. Just like how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop, the world may never know. 114, by the way. No, my God. That's the lowest number I've ever heard in my life. I got I got a box of Tootsie Pops out there right now. I I could 114. No, you would not even you would be near at the core. Mm -hmm. 114 licks is like five minutes of sucking. Pause. You can't do that. Oak Hill's Christian Jordan, don't you? <laughs> oh, Christ. Joe Flacco, he has played seven full quarters of football this season, Jordan. He's one touchdown pass away from tying Kenny Pickett's season total. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. Speaking of tough, wanted to give our rest in piss, you won't be missed. 
to E3 Gaming Convention, the Electronics Entertainment Expo. It's gone, retired, forever, gone, not coming back. Goodbye. See ya. From what I understand, from what I've gathered, that this used to be the big thing, and then all the gaming companies made their own version of it, and that's now it's obsolete. Pretty much, yeah. They stopped. They were like, wait a minute, why should we be competing with each other on the same weekend when we can figure out what to right. do after you do yours? And then just do a mild summer games fest. It seemed cool back in the day when like it'd be like, what is oh, 2012? I wanted to go to E3 so 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 bad. But yeah. It's where like Halo was announced, I think. Yeah, it's all like whenever that would happen in the past, it was always like, damn, like this is cool. But yeah. It doesn't I get I get that it doesn't make sense necessarily. Yeah. But uh 13 years ago today, Jordan. The Metrodome roof collapsed in Minnesota. Oh, wow, I remember that. I remember that so well. Like, oh my god, I did not. I did not realize it was that long ago. Thirteen years. I remember. Yeah, thirteen years. That's half our lives ago. Yeah, yeah. We were we were in what, middle, middle school. We were so young, right? Yeah. We had we had so much potential. <laughs> we had, Everything was. We we were so. I did. I did. Our outlook on life was so positive. We I don't so, know about mine. We were just innocent men. My 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 gene said husky, and I was very anxious. I don't know. I don't know if that was just the... innocent men. <laughs> oh, every day, every day, I start my day by opening up Facebook, glowing to memories, and just deleting everything <laughs> that is not from when I'm like twenty. <laughs> I I did that years ago. I deleted my early Facebook stuff. I, I I I every every morning I log on like why did I have fifteen Farmville post? <laughs> the, the worst thing for me with Facebook, which is what made Facebook for me unusable, uh, besides you know the Facebook itself, yeah, was when I was when I first made a Facebook, I thought it was the most fun thing ever to follow. Or back then it was to to be, become a fan, become a fan. I became a fan of like fucking everything. Yep, same. And like I literally have like hundreds, if not thousands, of because of now they're likes. You like that page, and like a lot of them are like, I like the Kansas. When the teacher forgets to hand out homework, that's the thing. That's the thing is that there were so many pages back then that were made. It was like Jordan Wolf became a fan of uh, pizza parties at school. Yeah, and. Nah, and then year, and then like seven years later, whoever made that page, Pizza Parties at School, sold that to some Chinese spyware company that now posts meme links that tries to get you to click on their shady website. Yep. And like, if I go on Facebook, like I, I go on there right now, what you're gonna find is there's gonna be a lot of posts. So right now at the top, my memory on Facebook from December 13, 2009, I said, "Wow, everybody else had homework. I didn't." <laughs> throwing down um that's a good one it means you forgot the homework assignment people from high school girl that has two kids friends that are engaged um kansas jayhawk fans that's one that i would subscribe to but i've got the problem I... too of like uh i used to be into like Foursquare. remember that like checking into locations and it would put it on oh, facebook no. Uh, a lot of them are just like, I should not be getting all these bar badges at 12 that I was getting. Uh, and then like, I think my brother and I, we named my mom's house, uh, Tyler Perry's house of Ashelman. 
So I've been deleting all of those. And I think we named our dad's house uh, the, the Ash Hole. <laughs> I'm like, we got, what the fuck? We got to delete all these. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's one. I love celebrity news. Do you? No. <laughs> Old TMZ wolf over there. Is that why you went to the school of journalism? Animals are life. Jolly pet. Yeah, no. Everything about yeah, Facebook it, for thousands of reasons is bad, but also because of that. So but yeah, but be since yeah, if you have like a profile from like 2009, it is just yeah. But like let me tell you, being able to say I have a profile from 2009 when all those like data stealing checks from Illinois started rolling in. Oh, I've gotten yeah. over three hundred dollars from that. Really? So I gotta funny. I gotta check in on that. I know it I signed was like up an for Illinois something. only law, so Although there was something that I, I signed up to get paid for, and I don't I don't think I have gotten paid. Oh, for I just it. had a deposit in my Venmo, so it was pretty sick. Because huh. I was driving to work one day, and it was like $250 in your Venmo. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll turn my car around and go home. <laughs> I'm quit. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, let's see what else I have here. The Monument- Monumental Sports has unveiled plans to move the Washington Wizards and Washington Capitals from downtown D.C. Uh, to Potomac Yard in Alexandria, VA. The team's new home will be a 70-acre entertainment district set to open in 2028. My main <laughs> issue with this is that in the rendered photos, it is comically close to the airport. <laughs> and the thing that's next, the thing that's closest to that airport runway in the render, the outdoor entertainment stage. <laughs> <laughs> what are all they right thinking? hey how we doing everybody <laughs> someone pointed out being like man it's gonna be great you get off your fl- your long flight you're tired your phone's almost dead you pull out an uber yeah well the washington wizards game's getting out lebron's in town so that uber's 190 dollars <laughs> and it's 70 minutes away <laughs> god what a terrible idea that is terrible idea oh <laughs> the only good thing to come out of Virginia might be Pusha T and James Madison. I don't know why I picked him, but <laughs> did he come out of Virginia? If I had to guess, I would probably guess Pennsylvania. No. Then to wrap up quick hits here, wanted to give a rest in peace, a shocking rest in peace uh, last night to Andre Braher, um, one of his most known for people our age would be Captain Holt in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, but to dive in some of his other roles, he was on, a sh- on Homicide. Uh, he voiced Darkseid in some of the Justice League uh, animated series. And he was Governor Woodchuck in BoJack Horseman. Um, another fun one there. but uh, I did not know he's Governor Woodchuck. Huh. He's, he's Governor Woodchuck. Um, but yeah, very, very shocking. I did not expect to see that. Um, last night he was only 61. I don't think they've said anything as to a cause, um, yet as that I've seen as a recording, but no, very, very sad. Um, I've been seeing just absolutely nothing but the nicest things. Uh, people talking about him, people that worked with him, people that knew him, just met him on the street, etc. Um, but yeah, just a little rest in peace there. Definitely rest in peace. Um, Captain Holt was hilarious character for many years um kind of the the picture perfect version of like the straight man who's 
you know, whenever he does something funny, it's so out of character that it like steals the show. So uh RIP for sure. Um transition out of the last couple things here. I already said the bozo of the week. So the worst thing I saw this week, um, as I mentioned, friend of the program Tom was in town this week, along with a friend of his, Phil from Germany. And that's Tom's the worst from... thing you saw this week, Jordan. That's mean. No, you I'm getting to the worst thing I saw this week. <laughs> um uh my buddy reed who lives here also had some friends in town this week though so it was sort of a perfect storm for a fun night out uh, and it was really for 99 of the night including you know the end but there was one moment in particular that i need to call out as the worst thing i saw this week and i think uh the others involved would agree so we went to a few bars we started at red lion you know we want to show them around so we went to red lion we went to Luis's. we tried to get into sandbar but it was packed so we end up going to tap room next door. And then we leave tap room. We're like, we go, we should go to Leroy's. She's, you know, it's kind of up here. We can show them Leroy's. We walk up to Leroy's and we see there's like a line. And we're like, oh, there's a line at Leroy's. What should we do? And we walk and then we walk up again. And we're like, oh, it's not a line. This is just the patio. There's no line. We walk right in. We get inside. It's me, Reed's buddy, Jack, Tom, and Phil from Germany. Mm-hmm. And it's just the four of us. And we turn around and everyone else is gone. It's, it's a real motley crew. We're standing there like, what the hell happened? And uh, I, step, I step over to the side. I call Reed. I'm like, hey, where are you at? He's like, well, I'm a Luisus. I'm like, what? So I guess when we were walking up and we saw that there was a line, uh, Reed, his girlfriend, and Cole, their other friend, turned around to double back. Uh, and they, they went all the way back. And Nate. They might have gone home by then. But uh, so we had to walk all the way across town and do a full walk of shame. Um, if you don't know, those that's, those those bars are like three or four blocks apart. So uh, very, very frustrating that we went all that way to Leroy's walk inside. I call Reed and he says, I'm at Luis's. <laughs> I thought he was two feet behind me the whole time. So. <laughs> uh, we also showed Phil Pete's shuttle. Pete's he went Sean to the game with Tom. Uh, he went to we went to Burrito King and he didn't want Burrito King, so he had he got Freddy's on the way because he was hungover, and I guess also Mexican food is not really a thing in Germany. The weak German palate cannot handle Burrito King. Uh, essentially, yes. I wanted to say it in a nicer way, but yes. I'm glad I'm glad my family left that country way back right. when. Uh-huh. Burrito King was fire. Like it's I, always I is. Of course it is. It's the king. <laughs> so that was the worst thing I saw this week. Uh, but it was an overall very fun weekend going to the Chiefs game, uh, hanging out with those fellas on Friday and Saturday. So great weekend, but ruined by one momentary uh, a blip on the radar. But I have a challenge here to close it out, Josh. A fun one, I think. Um, okay. Shohei Otani. Is the uh, obviously big story this week is the seven hundred million dollar man. So I have a best of seven here. You're gonna have to tell me: Are these things higher or lower than seven hundred million? Uh oh. We'll start. The total cost to build Dodger Stadium back in 1960s money. However much it cost to build Dodger Stadium, was it more or less than $700 million? got to be less. Correct. It was $223 million. Jesus Christ. Second question here. 
Spotify streams for the song DNA by Los Angeles rapper Kendrick Lamar. That has more to be or less. More, that has to be more than seven hundred million. Correct. It DNA is one was everywhere, billion. man. Yeah, DNA it's had just, to be a billion. It's just over a billion. Yeah. Next question here: Spotify streams for the song "Idol" by Japanese pop sensation Yoasobi. Yoasobi's good. I'm gonna go less though. It is less. You're three and zero, oh, and I said it's a best of seven, so we're gonna do the full seven anyway. <laughs> um, worldwide box office gross for Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Yes, the top grossing Japanese film of all time. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah, I obviously know what Spirited Away is. I'm trying to think. It's gotta be more. It is actually less. Like, does that count all time? Because that comes back into theaters all the time. All time. All time. 357 million. That movie is not only made through. No. I just... That's a lot of money, Josh. That's a lot of money. You got to also imagine that it comes to America cinemas, but it comes to American cinemas for like artsy people that want to go see it. Like, it's not like a box office throw. Next question. That movie was nominated for like Best Picture. Was it? I'm pretty sure. I mean, 357 million was also like 150th all time. That is still an insanely high number. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it still is, it's still an incredibly successful movie. Waiting to hear if it was nominated for Best Picture. The second ever, uh, I believe it won Best Animated Feature. Hold on, hold on, not hold even, on. That's, who cares? I'm trying to see if it was nominated. I think it would be jumping off the screen. When was the second year that category existed? I don't think it was. I think we're on the wiki. We're on the wiki. We're on the wiki now. I, I think was you just, would have seen it by now. I was headline reading. I wasn't really. And I think that would have been the first headline was Spirited Away nominated for Best Picture. Okay. So it's not. Uh, next question here. Worldwide gross box office for Monsters University. University. I mean, it had the hype. Disney, until this year, L, uh, had a movie break a billion every year. I'm going to say more. It is more. You do win the bonus round, but we will finish it out. Um, these next two questions are actually worth two points each. A so gentleman sweep. This next one's worth two points, so uh, you know this. Or this next one's worth three, actually. So if you get nope. it wrong, it'll tie it up. What is the total population of Europe? It's got to be less than seven hundred million. More or less than seven hundred. Less. Less. It is more. Less is more. Less cha, is cha, more. Cha. Just like Charmin. So it is now tied four to four. It's not, but okay. <laughs> And this next one is worth 250 points. <laughs> this so... one's worth 700 million points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Distance in inches from Oshu, Japan, which is Shohei Otani's hometown, to my location in Lawrence, Kansas. Distance in inches. In inches. So we're not using the metric system, which is kind, nope. of, it's kind of unfair to Shohei. Million inches is a lot. That's a lot of inches. I gotta say that's seven hundred million. 
That, I gotta say that's fewer than 700 million inches. Correct. Let's go. <laughs> Josh wins. This I was, trying to, about, I was trying to think of like lining a ruler up multiple <laughs> times like against itself. How many times would that be? <laughs> uh, it was yeah, 307 by 12. 379 billion inches. And some change, obviously. Or 379 million. 379 million. Million, million. There's no way that's true. 379 million inches from Oshu to my location. So yeah, divide that by 12, and that's how many rulers you need. <laughs> uh, I was trying to come up with other things, but it turns out there's not a lot of things out there that are more than 700 million. <laughs> that aren't like obviously right I, I, at one point i googled things that come in billions <laughs> it was hard i was i was, I was smiles <laughs> thank you for listening to the uh, to the 97th episode of the long relief podcast josh any final comments for this week uh, again just looking forward to the christmas special next week where i am yes. handing the christmas challenge uh, very excited and working very hard at it. I've uh, been in the lab. Um, actually, oh my god, I just wanted to uh, look at the Wikipedia page real quick. I want to—I I am playing the, the under protest after the Spirited Away one. It did gross thirty point four billion yen. Oh, just you're right. My it. mistake. So uh, you know. Some some would say I swept the entire challenge there, but uh, that aside, Christmas episode next week. Very excited for the Christmas challenge. I don't think we have any like Christmas based drafts or anything anymore. Um, and we don't we'll like come up with something. We, we'll figure out something, and then stay on the lookout from two weeks from now for our New Year special, where we will check in on our previous year's pop culture predictions and make our pop culture predictions for 2024. I am very excited for this all year. I've been thinking like I want to. I'm ready to look back. I, I have not looked back at my predictions or yours for that. I matter. have neither. I, I only remember one of them. And I, I, I remember a couple of mine, um, at least one of yours that'll be funny to bring up. Uh, but uh, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the Christmas episode next week. Um, we love you all quite a bit. You can believe it. Uh, if you're listening to this. Only if you rate five stars. If you're listening to this and you have rated us five stars, we love you. If you're listening to this and you have not rated us five stars, we're disappointed. You're okay. Rate us five stars. Follow us on Twitter at LongReliefCast, at Wolf and Ashley Josh. Kisses, hugs, peace, love, respect to the world. Um, final word, final thought. Uh, congratulations to Baby Metal. They finished up their 94-show tour uh, this week. So, shout out, congrats. Okay, you said final word and said several words, so um <laughs> love you. Uh see you later, see you next week. Uh final word is hat.